Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Happy to be with you on this fine summer day. Yeah, having a little heat wave here in England, and uh, people are talking about the temperatures, which compared to what they what I got used to in Los Angeles is nothing. So uh, it's all relative, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Wow, it's interesting times, is it not, my friend? So let's dive right into the heart here, move into the awareness of the heart. That's where the mind is. The mind is in the heart. It's not in the brain. No. (laughs) It's the mind that inspires the brain, moves the brain. That heart is in the, I mean, that mind is in the heart. So let's place our hand on our heart and tune in together. Oh, and take this breath of love and gratitude together and be so grateful and so thankful that love is all that there is. And we are grateful and thankful to recognize the perfection and the wholeness of love is our true identity, our true nature. And we are grateful and thankful to accept that this is our life. It is a life of love. And we are imbuing every moment with more love, more peace, more joy, more freedom by means of our awareness. So we're grateful and thankful to walk the talk and live the love. We're grateful and thankful to share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone because we're one with them. So deeply grateful to let it be, to accept it fully, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. So I'm Jennifer Hadley, and our topic this week is Stop Blocking the Miracle. Stop Blocking the Miracle. This is something I'm an expert at because I was constantly blocking the miracle. I felt unworthy of the miracles. And why did I feel unworthy of the miracles? Because I was choosing to be so unloving so much of the time. Yes, I was choosing to energize thoughts of lack and attack and then blame others for my feelings. And so I didn't feel worthy of abundance and wholeness and freedom and prosperity and joy and wisdom and clarity and all of the spiritual qualities that are our inheritance. So first, let's look at A Course in Miracles and and. 
discover what A Course in Miracles says to us that a miracle is, right? A miracle is a shift in thinking so that we align with the Holy Spirit's thought system, which is the thought system of the I Am Presence, which I call the higher Holy Spirit self. The Holy Spirit is not separate from us. We're one with the Holy Spirit. We are that living, loving presence. We really are. It is our own higher nature. And so I was looking at Lesson 79 in the workbook. Let me recognize the problem so it can be solved. So Course in Miracles tells us that there is only one problem that we experience in a myriad of ways. The one problem is, of course, that we believe that we're separate from God. So we're having this experience of a uh, illusory sense of separation on purpose, and we've forgotten to laugh about it. We've forgotten to be lighthearted about it, and we've taken it very seriously and now we're we're bringing the light back into it the lightheartedness and more and more as people are uh living a course of miracles not just studying it but actually applying it and living it taking it into their heart and using this beautiful program of 365 lessons to wipe away the clutter as they're doing that they are becoming more and more their true selves, and we can be more and more lighthearted and joyful. And this is one of the things that I notice about my friends who are Course in Miracles teachers who are truly living the love and walking the talk is that they're lighthearted people. And so, you know, that is how I feel now. I do feel lighthearted. And more lighthearted all the time, which I'm so grateful for. And uh, so I know that it works. Of course, we do have to work it in order for it to work. The book by itself can do nothing. It can, you know, prop things up. It can be used as a doorstop. It can be uh, used as a paperweight, but the book of itself can do nothing. It's when we take the lessons into our heart and we work with the higher self that we can really experience that miraculous life that we so deeply desire. So, uh, lesson 79 is let me recognize the problem so that it can be solved. Yes, a problem cannot be solved if you don't know what it is. So at least we know what the problem is. We believe we're separate, but we're not. And so many Course in Miracles students say, well, I know we're not separate. But if you knew you weren't separate, you wouldn't hurl attack thoughts at other people thinking that they're not going to wound you and hurt you and create fear and negativity and loss of opportunity uh, in your life, right? We wouldn't hurl attack thoughts at others if we did indeed know that we're not separate. So uh, one of the things I think is really helpful for us as spiritual students is to stop saying that we know things 
that we don't actually live. So until we live something, we're just giving it lip service. So in uh, in this program, we're endeavoring to really be of service in the heart. And one of the things that I have come to truly understand is that the greatest gift I can give with my life is to be truly helpful. And the number one way for me to be truly helpful is to love myself and to be loving. Those those are the number one and number two ways I can be truly helpful to others is to, number one, love myself and then be loving to others. Remember, we're always teaching what we're choosing. Teach only love for that is what you are is really... And Gary was ta- Gary Renard was on the show last week. He was talking about this, um, that we teach every choice that we make. We teach the efficacy of it. So let us recognize the problem so it can be solved. It is Lesson 79. And uh, Lesson 78 is let miracles replace all grievances. So uh, we're going to stop blocking the miracle by letting miracles replace all grievances. So it begins with perhaps it is not quite clear to you yet that each decision that you make is one between a grievance and a miracle. So clear, so precise. One choice In every moment, you can call it love or fear, a grievance, or a miracle. It's not a great way to look at it. So if you'd like to stop blocking the miracle, I think even a young child could help you figure out all you have to do is stop energizing grievances. Because remember, love holds no grievances. So our true nature is love. Love is the healer. Love is the elixir of life. Love is the opener of all the doors. And we cannot be in that place of love, opening the doors of our awareness and hold a grievance simultaneously. It is not possible. Can't be done. Can't be loving and holding grievances at the same time. So let, let's let miracles replace all grievance. It says each grievance stands like a dark shield of hate before the miracle it would conceal. So the grievances are concealing the miracles from our awareness. So many people will um, go to great lengths to study the course, to work with a particular teacher, but they won't really focus on releasing the grievances. And this is where we do the deep work. Uh, one of the things I was, Gary Renard and I were sharing about last week is we have this retreat coming up first week of September in the Greek island islands on the island of Andros. And it's really going to be a deep healing retreat. We're going to do some really deep healing sessions 
because that's what I like to do when, when I'm fortunate enough to have people who come on retreat with me. I like to offer them as great an opportunity to do lasting healing work as I possibly can. And so that is my commitment to our group. And it's a lovely group. And we still have some spots left. So please check it out. Uh, it, It looks like we will fill up. So please sooner rather than later. And it seems like airfares are um, really coming into a good time to buy them. The summer rush is over. So uh, we start September 1st. So uh, it's a great time to get your tickets and come join us in Greece. And uh, after the deep healing work, we're going to, we're going to play and have fun and go to the beach and eat wonderful meals and Sing and dance and have fun and oop. What do they say? Opa and throw the glasses and all that. We'll we'll do some of that, I'm sure. So <laughs> yes, we're gonna have a good time. Um, so the grievances are a dark shield of hate before the miracle it would conceal. And as you raise it up before your eyes, you will not see the miracle beyond. Yet all the while it waits for you in light, but you behold your grievances instead. So grievances, of course, are complaints and attack thoughts and things like that. So I'm going to invite you here to place your hand on your heart. And take that breath of love and gratitude. And let's move into that heart and just see if we can locate a grievance, maybe something we love to complain about, something we feel righteous about. Could be something in our family, could be something with our body, could be something in the community. Edwin Gaines, who's a unity minister, in her prosperity teachings, I remember hearing her say years ago, that uh, complaints block prosperity. And if you'd like to develop that prosperity consciousness, quit complaining. Now, for me, the idea of quit, quitting complaining was extremely daunting. And uh, I, I know I've heard people hear that from Edwin, and, and they just think, I can't do that. It's too hard. So they don't even want to try. I can't quit complaining. It's not possible. It's too hard. Can't do it. Well, obviously, they don't have an interest in doing it. There's something about their complaints that they truly value, and so they'd rather deal with the consequences of feeling lack and limitation rather than deal with the challenge of healing the complaints. So think of the complaint, the grievance, that in a certain way you cherish. Maybe it's become a part of your identity. Maybe it's uh, prejudice against you in some way. Maybe it's something someone did that really hurt you, wounded you a long time ago. It's hard to believe sometimes that really, truly surrendering that 
could open up a miraculous life. But I am here to testify that this is true. And I've seen it work for hundreds of people in my classes, not just me. But we put real attention on it. Now, the thing I feel is so helpful for us to understand and remember at all times is that forgiveness is releasing the judgment. So A Course in Miracles will tell us that that unforgiveness, which is a grievance, that what happens is we have an experience. That experience is a projection of our belief system. That experience is actually for a holy purpose to help us learn and grow and open our hearts and minds. But if we judge it, instead of opening our hearts and minds to the challenge, then there's something to forgive. So as long as we don't go into judgment, there's nothing to forgive. So what true forgiveness is, is the full and complete relinquishment of the judgments. So we can go beyond grievances to experience the miracles. And this is our opportunity. And so especially if there's a grievance against another person, that person, of course, the miracles tells us, is like a savior. And on, on the next page of Lesson 78, it says, Let me behold my Savior in this one, this person, you have appointed as the one for me to ask to lead me to the holy light in which he stands, that I may join with him. So we we turn to our brothers and sisters who seem to be irritating us, hurting us, bothering us. And we, if we can just pause for a moment and say, I don't know what anything is for, but I'd really like to. This is for my liberation, because that's all anything in this world is for. It's for our teaching, our learning, which is our liberation. So let's not make the same meaning of things that we have made in the past. Otherwise, we're only re-experiencing the past. We're not even experiencing anything new or helpful or healing or powerful in any way. This is our golden opportunity when someone presents to us uh, a jab, something that lets us know, hmm, I'm feeling irritated. I'm feeling frustrated. I must be judging. I must be holding a grievance. Now is the time to say, I don't know what anything is for. The uh, One of the really beautiful, <laughs> helpful reminders I know of is that, uh, um, what's his name? Harv, Harv Eckert says, uh, complaining makes you a crap magnet. And Praising, being generous of heart makes you a love magnet is what I say. So let's be a love magnet. Let's allow those grievances to be healed by the power of love. 
So how do we do that? We open our heart to love our brother and sister and actually be grateful and thank them for bringing into our awareness this belief system of grievances that's ready and ripe for healing. And then the miracle is revealed. The healing happens and we're more ourselves, more available for prosperity, more available for abundance, more available for love, freedom, joy, and the all good of God. It's time for me to take a break. You hear the music. I'm Jennifer Hadley and As we're going to break, you can go to jenniferhadley.com and get my How to Get Over It, my free forgiveness workshop at jenniferhadley.com. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love and walking the talk, and I will be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles. Living the love, walking the talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. So we're quitting the habit of blocking the miracles. I'm Jennifer Hadley. And we're looking at Lesson 79, I'm sorry, Lesson 78, Let Miracles Replace All Grievances, and recognizing that every time we hold a grievance, we're actually blocking the miracle. Now, you know, one of the things that makes it easier for us to choose to block the miracle and hold that grievance, energize that grievance, place our precious thought, belief, and attention into the grievance is, as it says here, that we can't see the miracle. We can't see the miracle that is blocked by the grievance. And so we don't have faith that it's there. We don't have a belief that it's there. We've forgotten, in a sense, that it's there. And so that's why we energize the grievance, which, of course, increases our sense of Separation, which of course increases our sense of suffering. So really one of the main things here in this and any other powerful spiritual teaching is that we must work in faith. So we must see, feel, cognize, recognize the miracle by faith. Because we are not going to see the miracle that is hidden by the grievance in any other way except by faith. So for me, one of the things I teach in my classes is work in faith and really give up your grievances. Just start there. Give up all your grievances. Give up the right to hold grievances. Give up uh, all the right that you've ever had to energize grievances, to think thoughts of, Lack and attack the complaint thoughts that turn you into a crap magnet. So that you can just experience the miracles again and again and again and again. It's such a great opportunity for every single one of us. Now, it says here, right, that our, 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 well, actually, I'm going to read this whole part here. It's talking about looking at 
our brothers and sisters, the people that we see in our life, against which we hold grievances. And it says for us to think of one person. And so I'm going to invite you to do that. Think of one person, and it might be yourself. Think of one person, and it says someone perhaps you fear and even hate. Someone you think you love who angered you. Someone you call a friend, but whom you see as a difficult at times or hard to please, demanding, irritating, or untrue to the ideal he should accept as his, according to the rule you, role you set for him. You know the one to choose. His name or her name has crossed your mind already. This one will be the one of whom we ask God's Son be shown to you. Through seeing God's Son behind the grievances that you have held against him, you will learn that what lay hidden while you saw him not is there in everyone and can be seen. He who was enemy is more than friend when he is freed to take the holy role the Holy Spirit has assigned to him. So, the Holy Spirit has assigned the role to this one that bothers you, the role of helping you to liberate, the role of helping you to choose love in difficult circumstances. Because when we can choose to be loving and compassionate and generous and kind and non-judgmental and forgiving, when it's difficult, there's much more healing in that. Right? It's not such a big deal to be loving and kind and generous and patient with someone you adore. It's much bigger deal with someone that you're irritated with or that you've been judging. So this is the thing that A Course in Miracles teaches us a bazillion different ways over and over and over again. And that is in every moment, we have two main ways to activate our healing. We can activate it through spiritual practice working at the level of the mind directly. All healing is at the level of the mind. So we can do it in spiritual practice, having a dedicated time for spiritual practice, and very importantly, carrying that commitment to spiritual practice through every conversation and every activity, every communication throughout the day. Or, so that's one way, spiritual practice having a living spiritual practice, walking the talk, living the love, or you can heal and learn and grow through challenges, through having people confront you and having difficulties and working with your mind that way. So if you don't have a spiritual practice, you will likely have many very strong Challenges. Now, there's also evidence of people who have a very strong practice who also have some very intense challenges. What are those challenges for? They are always truly helpful. Everything. 
This is what the Course tells us. There is no part of our life experience that is not truly helpful. Helping us to wake up, helping us to surrender the grievances. So, it says, you know the person to choose. And through seeing this person, beyond the grievances you've held against them, seeing their true identity in Christ, is what is going to heal your challenges, your problems. He who is, who was enemy is more than friend. They are our savior. They are our liberator. And when we're willing to see them that way, then they can be that. Let him be savior unto you today. Such is his role in God, your father's plan. And that's what that practice is about in lesson 78. So in the lesson, it says, attempt to hold him in your mind. First, as you now consider him, review his faults, the difficulties you've had with him, the pain he caused you, his neglect, and all the little and larger hurts he gave you. You will regard his body with its flaws and better points as well. And you will think of his mistakes and even of his sins. So when we do that, we contemplate all these opinions, all these judgments, all these perceptions. Then, let us ask of the Holy Spirit, who knows the Son of God in his reality and truth, that we may look on him a different way and see the vision of our Savior shining in the light of true forgiveness given unto us. We ask in the holy name of God and of his Son, as holy as himself, Let me behold my Savior in this one. You have appointed as the one for me to ask, to lead me to the holy light in which he stands, that I may join him. Mm. And it says, what you've asked for cannot be denied. Now, the only reason we wouldn't do this is we do not wish to see the truth. In other words, going back to Lesson 79, which is let me recognize the problem so it can be solved. The problem is separation. Think of the times when you would rather be right and hold on to that grievances than have your problems be solved. You see, and then instead of working at the level of the mind, you're trying to solve the problem by working in the, le- the at the level of form. Right? So if you're working at the level of form, you're working at the level of density, third dimensional density, you're going to be working away, laboring, laboring and laboring and laboring. And if you're laboring for something other than forgiveness, you you are laboring in vain. So let us labor for something that's really worth having, and that's that open heart, that ability to transcend and transmute all grievances. So this is 
the teaching that is installed within our heart. And if we're willing to practice it, the Holy Spirit will indeed unfold the whole curriculum in our heart. It's quite magnificent. So taking time to contemplate where in your life you prefer to hold the grievances and to block the miracle is much more effective than trying to make things happen in the world. Because miracles move faster than the speed of light. They don't even have a speed. They're instantaneous. They just appear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let us let us allow miracles to replace all grievances. So we must willingly give up the grievances. Now, the lesson before, 77, I am entitled to miracles. You are entitled to miracles because of what you are. You will receive miracles because of what God is. And you will offer miracles because you are one with God. Again, how simple, whoop, yes, how simple is salvation? It's merely a statement of your true identity. It is this that we will celebrate today. So, you're entitled to miracles and you're entitled to them because of what you are. Because of what God is. Because of your true identity. Yes. Yes. Let's just feel that. So, and then a bit later in this lesson 77, it says, Miracles do not obey the laws of this world. So, miracles will show up all over your life. And what is a miracle again? It's a healing in your thinking. And when you have healings in your thinking, then you have a different experience of your life. So if you think about if you had a uh, dirty window pane, a pane of glass, okay? That panel of glass, if it's dirty, the glass itself is still clear. The glass itself itself is still pristine the dirt is not inside the glass it's not part of the glass the dirt that obscures clear vision clear knowing clear feeling clear seeing is on the glass but it is not part of the glass So we are like that glass, and it is our true nature to have this pristine awareness of the perfection and the wholeness of God. And what obscures it is our judgments and opinions, and then they create that distortion. And when our glass is very dirty, there's a tremendous amount of distortion, and we can actually not clearly perceive things as they are. So let us truly study A Course in Miracles so that we're clear what things are for and what things really are. 
right? So going back to the beginning of Lesson 78, let miracles replace all grievances. Perhaps it's not yet quite clear to you that each decision that you make is one between a grievance and a miracle. So when we hold on to grievances, it's like we're holding on to the dirt on that pane of glass. And it's time for us to let it go. Yes. And it's been such a habit to collect the opinions and the judgments, the negativity, the fear, the doubt, the worry, the blame, the shame, all those things that have obscured our ability to know the truth. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So we're learning to practice seeing our brothers and sisters as they truly are. And we give the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit. We open our heart and mind in willingness, willingness, and then the Holy Spirit will move through us. So many opportunities every day for our healing. <sighs> All right, I'm Jennifer Hadley. As you can hear the music, it's time for me to go to a break. You're listening to A Course in Miracles online radio at Unity Online <laughs> Unity Online Radio. And we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I'll be right back. We are all on the journey together, making sense of this life, finding our spirituality growing and evolving. As we travel through this world, Unity Magazine is your resource for gaining a deeper understanding of life. Unity Magazine is on the forefront of spiritual discovery, with articles and features from leading authors, teachers, and philosophers. Stimulate your thinking and strengthen your spirituality with Unity Magazine. Sample a free trial issue or subscribe today at unitymagazine.org. Culture is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as modern popular culture transmitted via mass media and aimed particularly at younger people. But can it be meaningful? Spiritual even? The hosts of Pop Conscious think it can be and that it can be fun to explore too. Malena Don and Stacy Macris Ross will be your amateur cultural anthropologists examining pop culture and spirituality every Monday at 2 p.m. Central on Pop Conscious on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. We're back. Thank you for joining me. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and we're 
deciding to no longer block the miracle. So one of the things I was saying last time uh, before the break was that we have two main choices of how we can learn and grow in this life and how we can clear the, the dirt off of that window pane, that glass, if, the ways we can clear off the obscurations from our pristine awareness so that we are cultivating that pristine awareness and that is the return to love. So we can do it through spiritual practice, which takes commitment and devotion and great willingness, or we can have very tiny amount of willingness and work that way. And with that tiny amount of willingness, we will have many seemingly big challenges. And those challenges will confront us in our thinking. So in spiritual practice, what I have found is that it's possible to give up huge chunks of beliefs and opinions and grievances in one fell swoop. Uh, whereas with challenges, we tend to uh, peel them like an onion, a tiny little bit, a tiny little bit. Seems like it's never going to end, never going to end. Oh my God, here comes another challenge. And even at times creating more and more challenges for ourselves, almost intentionally. Self-sabotage, self-medication, that kind of behavior. But for me, in my experience, it is my spiritual practice, which is not reading A Course in Miracles. I mean, that's a small portion of my spiritual practice. And it's a wonderful, it's the easiest, in a sense, part of my spiritual practice. The true spiritual practice is uh, much more involved in that. And... Many people take so many classes on spiritual practice, but then they never employ the practice. They just keep collecting another practice and another practice and another practice and another practice. In fact, actually, I've been thinking about this quite a bit lately because I'm relaunching my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp class, which supports people in having a deepening spiritual practice and really clearing a lot of those obscurations and clearing the clutter from the mind, clearing the grievances so that they can see and feel and hear and know more clearly and begin to really experience that miracle that is hidden by the grievance. So then once they start to experience really strong and beautiful and powerful miracles, they recognize that, yes, while I cannot see the miracle that the grievance hides, now I have learned that it is there. And so now I'm no longer interested in entertaining, energizing, and putting my precious awareness into cultivating grievances. Now I am much more interested in experiencing the miracles. So this is the work that we do. I am entitled to miracles is that wonderful statement from A Course in Miracles. I am entitled to miracles. So I invite you to tell yourself that often and it will help you to remember 
This is lesson 77. It will help you to remember that the only thing that is hiding your miracle is your grievance. Ask for miracles whenever a situation arises in which they're called for. So remember, let's remember what a miracle is again. A miracle is when you align with the Holy Spirit's thought system. When you align with your true identity, the higher Holy Spirit self. So whenever a situation arises where it would be so helpful to see beyond time and space, to see what things are truly for, and to recognize what is the most loving choice in the moment, to be able to see beyond the grievance to the choice for love, say, I'm entitled to miracles, and I'm willing to experience one now. I'd like to experience one now. I'm ready to experience one now. I am available to experience one now. And it tells us here in Lesson 77, you will recognize these situations. So the question is, will you feel entitled to miracles? Remember what I said at the top of the broadcast, that those who do not choose loving thoughts, words, and actions do not feel entitled to miracles. They don't feel worthy of love. They don't feel worthy of the good. And so they block the miracles because of that. So that's where we're trading the grievances for the miracles. So rather than healing the mind of feeling entitled to hold a grievance or feeling that holding a grievance brings benefit, instead of doing that work, People choose to energize the grievance and block the miracle. So remember, remember, remember. You will recognize the opportunities. And since you're not relying on yourself to find the miracle, you're fully entitled to receive it whenever you ask. Remember, too, it says, not to be satisfied with less than the perfect answer. Be quick to tell yourself, should you be tempted to, 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 to be satisfied with less than the perfect answer? I will not trade miracles for grievances. I want only what belongs to me. God has established miracles as my right. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So one of the the places in life where we hold the most grievances is our family. And probably one of the next most is our workplace, right? Usually one of those two places is where we hold the most grievances. So that's the place where you can experience the most miracles by remembering I'm entitled to miracles. So I'm going to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self, and I am going to request a miracle. I'm going to request the willingness to experience the miracle, to have the miracle. And so how do, how is the easiest way, the fastest path for me to cultivate that willingness to experience the miracle? You know what it is? 
It's you take that grievance and you say, I'm not interested in this anymore. Oh, I've blocked enough miracles to last a lifetime. I'm not interested in grievances anymore. And for me, I started to get really joyful. Oh, I found another grievance. Here's another grievance. What you might even do is to bring more of your attention and to cultivate more of that pristine awareness is start to keep a book of grievances. And place those grievances on your altar at home. You can, on the full moon, make a full moon releasing ceremony and burn up all those grievances. You can really place your attention on them so that you become very clear. These grievances are the very same things that are blocking my miracles. So what I would invite you to do now, just as we're wrapping up here, What are the experiences that you would like to have in your life? The deep desire of your heart is to feel what? The deep desire of my heart is to feel in the flow of love. The deep desire of my heart is to feel whole, perfect, and complete. The deep desire of my heart is to be kind and generous. The deep desire of my heart is to share my gifts and talents in the world with people that in ways that are profoundly fulfilling for myself and everyone else. The deep desire of my heart is to know I am abundant, right? This is what you'd rather experience than the grievance. Really begin to recognize you are trading the suffering for the joy. That's what we started off with, right? Yes, 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 yes. Perhaps it's not yet quite clear to you that each decision that you make is one between a grievance and a miracle. Oh, by the way, my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp class, you can sign up for it right now at jenniferhadley.com. Uh, we're just about to launch. And don't forget the Greek Retreat with Gary Renard and Patricia Black and Maria Felipe. Course of Miracles teachers gathering on the island of Andros in Greece for a week-long Course of Miracles retreat. The first week of September, starting September 1st. And much more at jenniferhadley.com. So we place our hand on our heart and we take that breath of love and gratitude. We're so grateful and so thankful to open ourselves to the unlimited, unprecedented life of love that is our true nature and our true identity. We're entitled to miracles and we are grateful and thankful to surrender the grievances that block them. We open our hearts in love and we share the benefits with our brothers and sisters because we're one with them in grace and gratitude we accept our healing we let it be we know it's done and so it is amen 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 thank you i love you have a great week